Will 20 laid-off Blunt County educators stay laid off? The full story at 11. I knew a girl named Nikki. I guess you could say she was a sex fiend. I met her in a hotel lobby, masturbating with a magazine. time of ancient gods, warlords, and kings, a land in turmoil cried out for a hero. She was the break room, a mighty princess forged in the heat of battle. I am a princess. <laughs> the power. The passion. Like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> the danger. Sorry, I had to take a picture of my penis. Her courage will change the world. Podcasting live from the Break Room Towers in the scrotum of the DFW Metroplex, it's The Break Room with Mark, Dustin, and Thomas. Episode 210 of The Break Room. We're back. For now, at least. I hate it when people have to stop in the middle of the war to take pictures of their penises. It happens so often. That's an odd declaration. Well, I mean, it just happened in the intro. No, true. You had to do it, in fact. <laughs> I do. You like, already forgot about it. Huh? How else is Tom's going to know who I am? True. That is that is what we do. We a joke that no we, one else understands right now. When I have now. to get let in the command tent during the war. <laughs> when they allow us into the break room towers, they. Thomas, <laughs> Thomas's mimosa man demand a picture of your penis and balls. House so money. They can, so they can tell who you are. Mimosa men. <laughs> House money. Yeah, house money. Where'd you pull that from? <laughs> house money. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. Guy named Sean Bass. Oh, uh, got it. So we have uh, VMs this week. We do have VMs and we have a uh, voicemail. Let's get to what? our. We have, we have VMs and a voicemail. <laughs> Sorry, and email. Actually, we have. Sorry, uh, it was too hip for you uh, saying VM. That is a voicemail. Apparently, according to Google Voice, this is a guy named Black. Oh, okay. It's weird. On the break room. On the break room. Okay. So, your guys' lack of research is awesomely funny, but it makes me scream at my iPod whenever <laughs> I listen to your show, but I still love you guys. Um, Adam Levine is the lead singer of Maroon 5 and was an American Horror Story. Adam Devine, oh, who was on that clip with Conan, is in Pitch Perfect. 
and is a completely different dude. So <laughs> just wanted to correct you guys because I was yelling at my iPod and I thought it was funny. Um, also, uh, I'm sure that you figured this out, but in Walking Dead, uh, the chick, Sasha, is not in love with um, the big you don't know that. black dude. I forget his name. Um, they're actually brother and sister. Um, and Wayne was on a... Love you guys. Uh, oh, Marcus uh, and... Um, Dustin enjoyed your uh, breakdown of your New Orleans trip. Sounds very much like my New Orleans trip I took many, many years ago um, with a lot of drunkenness and multiple hurricane um, ingestions, which does not bode for a good night and does uh, make you black out. I will have to agree with you, Marcus. It's uh, definitely a blackout drink, especially when you drink three or more of them. Um, It's a good time. But anyway... I love you guys, so and I'll continue listening to the show. I just had to stop, call in, and correct you. All right, thanks. Bye. That was Marlon. Don't give a you know what? Ass. I realized after listening to the episode, we, the part we didn't tell about the New Orleans trip was the uh, trying to get beads. Oh, yeah. You, you want to tell that part? Go for did it. You, did you show them? As the less drunk person. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, Marcus had had several hurricanes and a couple grenades or something like that. I was like six been, in at this and, point. Yeah, he was pretty far gone. And... uh there was a lot of people throwing beads off of this one balcony, and we were standing by. And Mark's like, "You think I could get some beads if I just go out there and rub my nipples?" We're like, <laughs> I was like, "Sure, maybe you can. Go ahead." So he just goes out there and just, just the rubs four of you, one nipple. Or it's, it's just me and him okay. at this point. He just gently rubs one nipple and starts licking his lips, and they just all cheer for him, but they do not throw any beads. <laughs> you got to show skin, I guess. Well, I guess so. Beads. If you're uh, if man, you're... you weren't even willing to show a little bit. Yeah. No, you know, there's. Uh, I didn't want to turn everybody on and she, get chased down the street. Nude. Yeah, full nude. <laughs> just starts taking all his clothes off. So that was Marla. This, I believe this is Marla as well. Hi, it's Marla again. Um, after thinking about my last voicemail, I just called in like less than 10 minutes ago. I realized that my own voicemail uh, criticizing you guys for your lack of research contained a gross amount of lack of research on my part. <laughs> So I apologize, and um, let's let the Marlo bashing commence, please, because um, that was the worst, least thought out voicemail I think I've ever left. Anybody it's something like this. I'm glad. Rambling and bullshit. Uh, all I can say for my defense is that it's like six thirty in the morning. I'm driving to work, and my baby had me awake from like midnight to three. Does that help? Yeah. No. <clears throat> all right. Love you guys still, though. All right. Have a good one. Bye. I love you. I'm hot. <laughs> God. Too much Marlon. Thomas'sButthole.com. <laughs> Gotta have that. Where did that come from? Obviously Nate. from Nate, but when? Thomas'sButthole.com. It's like the weirdest feature ever. And it's like Robot Nate, too. Thomas'sButthole.com. God. Oh, my God. <laughs> bitch. It needs to be the new the new, really the new domain for the show. <laughs> God. Thomas'sButthole.com. It'll be the new show name. <laughs> After Vertical House Money gets bought out by that. Yeah. It'll be the <laughs> Thomas'sButthole.com show. That's amazing. All right. Anything and else? Yeah, finally, we have one email here, and this will be this is a first for us. It's not our first email, but it, uh, it's, it's our. It, there's, a, there's a thing here that is a first. Says hello, ba- break room. Uh, his name is Adam PR three W. I don't know why people have numbers in their names. I guess he's trying to be a lead attacker. Uh, this is, is not his email. He says, "Oh, he says it's not really for the show, but whatever." I'm gonna read it anyways. 
Email in. It's for the show. Right. He wanted to let us know how awesome we were. He said, uh, you have an awesome podcast. You'd be my favorite <laughs> podcast. And he spells it the British way with a U oh, okay. for years and got into it via pickled embryo. Even when you had pod faded, the old episodes were still better than anything else I was listening to. Okay. Who knows? That might come again someday. Uh, then you came back. <laughs> I came. And you continue to be my favorite but, podcast. Oh, my God. That's already come for Thumbs of Fury. <laughs> Yeah, we'll talk about that. Oh, you got to pull the curtain back. We're not there <laughs> uh, yet. You've no, also inspired a bunch of friends, and I started a podcast called Audio Sandwich. And I've got to say, when I noticed you guys followed us back on Twitter, I was pretty excited. Well, I hate to break the news to you, but I pretty much follow back anybody that follows us. <laughs> so it's, uh, you know, not to bring you down off that pedestal in uh, Cloud Nine, but uh, yeah. Well, what is it? It's called it's Audio a, yeah. Sandwich. It's a, yeah. It's a, yeah. Uh, he said, though I'm sure it was just by accident. Anyways, if you do listen to the show, you can certainly see we were inspired by you guys. Uh, he says, blah, 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 a lot of info here, uh, catching up on episodes, uh, he's going to leave an iTunes review, uh, etc. And uh, yeah, he said, anyways, here's the, here's the thing, and this is the part I do not appreciate, is him slandering one of our podmates here, Dustin. Did he? he uh, it's not a very Christian attitude to take here, when he says, anyways, keep those episodes coming, love you guys, <laughs> even Thomas, who comes across as such an a-hole for some reason. Uh, From your number one laziest Australian fan, I guess that explains the British spelling. <clears throat> well, that's but, kind of a character. But Thomas the to pull asshole? back the uh, to pull back the curtain a little oh, bit. Oh, to be amped up. Uh, to be amped up. I mean, I mean, you're slightly I'd, amped. I don't up, appreciate but I would the say slander. I, mean, I don't. I don't like them calling you an asshole. No, I mean, I can beat Thomas up, and I sure. do uh, at least once or twice a week. But you uh, know, we're but, friends. We're not some but, asshole from Australia. But that's a calling physical him beating that up. That is not yeah. a, a. That's not slanderous words. That. We don't make yeah. him cry. We just sure. bruise him a little bit. That's not cool. But it's somewhat sexual when you do that. Well, yeah, of course, because we're oiled up and wrestling. I mean, of course. Yeah, I mean, if you're anywhere in the break room tower that Thomas runs, you got to be oiled. You walk in through an oil fountain, so <laughs> it automatically happens. But several people oil you up a, as you walk in. There's when you walk you in, a, a, a fire uh, torch blows off all your clothes, burns them to a crisp, and you walk through the oil fountain. Then the uh, lovely old man <laughs> dash you with more oil and spices, and then they scrape you down a little bit and rub they, you in, rub you off. Then they fill you up with mimosas. Then you go in. Right, that's pretty much how right. it goes. So Thomas, would you care to issue a uh, Christian retort? No, I'm good. Just gonna run silent, huh? Well, I don't want to be an asshole, so I definitely hey, shouldn't say anything. If he calls you that, I think you're free to retort in whatever way you feel appropriate. True. No, I just, I'm definitely going to check out the podcast. Yeah. And then we can go off on what kind of an asshole this guy is. House money. <laughs> okay. I don't blame you. Well, we appreciate the kind words, but we do not appreciate the mean words. Absolutely. We accept criticism. The mean words are not appreciated. We appreciate criticisms. Sure. God. We will accept them. Even when they're wrong, we can say we're shit. an asshole. We can say we're an asshole podcast, but right? There's no need to call somebody else. You can that. call me an asshole because there's plenty of evidence on the show that I have been an asshole. But plenty of evidence. We like to protect Thomas. Plenty, Don't call him yeah. Plenty of evidence. Yeah, exactly. And like what do you do, sir, to protect me in any way, well, shape, or form? We don't. But if other people attack <laughs> okay. you, then we protect you. <laughs> right. It's we're, okay for us to attack. We're you. allowed to assault you, but yeah. nobody else. Exactly. Exactly. You do like anything you can on the show to make me seem like an asshole. <laughs> That's honestly. true. It's probably partially our fault, but <laughs> just a little bit. Exactly. So we're going to talk about that late breaking piece of news. Uh, yeah, do you sure. Want to talk about that. Double um, the Hall of Fame entry. <laughs> so that's pretty much the end of Thumbs of Fury. <laughs> <laughs> the last one you heard is the last one you will hear. Yeah, that. Uh, because we don't give a it's fucking ass. for the break. Room's double dead Hall of Fame. <laughs> God. Hi, Billy Mays here for... Into the oh. vagina and out the ass. Oh my goodness. Hello. 
there. I think that's a nice 21 fart salute right there. Oh, yeah. Uh, we yeah. just decided it was too much. Too much shit It to was be. too much. We, d- we recorded both. <laughs> way back. We, pull- we recorded both on the same night. Mm-hmm. And it just became And these two much. guys had to post the shit. And I know that that's yeah. a beating from everything I've heard about it. Mm-hmm. It is. I'll admit that it's I have not participated in that. I mean, so, it's enough prep to do... I've seen it, and it seems like a beating. Yeah. I mean, it's enough prep to do this show, let alone two shows. One and, show is plenty. And watching three show- TV shows on top of that, and going to a movie most weeks. It's just It just yeah. got to be too much. Yeah. Yeah, so we're still going to do, we'll still do occasional we'll, segments for... Some reviews yeah. in the break room. We'll yeah. do some mini thumbs again like I, we used to. We, yeah, we'll do the tiny we'll make thumbs. use of the awesome intro that... Uh, we'll have to high speed it up, though, so it's of many. Of course, it's many. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we'll make, we'll make use of it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so no more. <laughs> so no more Thumbs of Fury. It's gone. Um, <laughs> so you can kill that feed very, on your, very, on your pod, podcatcher. It's the yeah. same feed, dude. It's the same feed. Well, there was feed. actually There's a feed just for Thumbs of Fury, but... That one you can eliminate. Oh. You know, I, I really enjoy doing it, but it just got to be too much, yeah. I mean... Plus, we like to say fucking asshole and cunt too much. Right. So that show wasn't any good. I don't know if that's those three and, words, and but like, yes, yeah, it, is, yeah. it is a beating. We do like Turkey cum gobbler and all yeah. kinds of things, yeah. I mean, it is a beating. Although, it did all allow for some funny moments when we had to did. bleep stuff out. Yeah. Sure. But yeah. not funny enough to keep doing it. Right. No, you're right. <laughs> no, definitely not you're funny. Right. And yeah. the listeners have spoken as well. The yeah. popularity of that show did. It's so, interesting. So it took off to at first. It's interesting. It, it started out it more popular be than the show. It used better than this one, Mostly, and then it, then it fell off. I think a lot of that was attributed to the fact that we continued to <laughs> post an article on Facebook for Marcus like two and a half paid hundreds of dollars for promotion. <laughs> Accidentally. For particular episode. So if you like the RoboCop episode, <laughs> thank you, guys. Yeah. <laughs> you're not the only one, apparently. <laughs> But no, even our Marcus's bank account really appreciates it. Yeah, even our even our episodes prior to that were more popular at than you, Brick Room. At least yeah. you picked up the movie of the year to continue to repost and repost. Exactly. Yeah, that was a that was a disaster, a two hundred dollar disaster. Kind of funny though, but it's done. It uh, you know, Thumbs of Fury lived, died, lived, and died again. And, but if you guys like the top of the basically the cream of the crop episodes to still be reviewed, we're going to do that on the Break Room. <laughs> Like sure. Game of Thrones is going to continue on the break room. If you don't like the reviews, then skip the third segment. Right. Because that's what's going to happen. We'll do the occasional movie review, like uh, Godzilla and X-Men are coming up. I'm sure, sure. we'll see those. Abs- sure. And those are absolutely worth reviewing, um, even before seeing them. But we're not going to cover Amazing Spider-Man 2 this time, other than to say it's a Spider-Man movie, and it's better than I expected. I think the reviews are way too harsh on it. Yeah, it's not, a, it's not a walkout like Mike, Steph, and Mike did. Well, well, but it's not great. You listen to Does what Mike, Steph, like and Mike anything? said. Then you do the opposite. I mean, he likes Casablanca. We know that. Right. Yeah. Which well, he was right movie. on that, but most of the stuff he's wrong on. <laughs> yes. Most things he's wrong on. Anything before or after 1950, yeah. he, doesn't, he doesn't know. Right. Man, he's like the polar opposite of me. <laughs> Almost exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it was, it was okay. That's about it. It was average. Nothing special. And the, the uh, post-credit scene was complete bullshit. It was an X-Men preview. That's all it is. It was a scene from the next X-Men movie. Hey, it had nothing to I'm do cool with Spider-Man. With that. Yeah, yeah, but that's but, lame for a. I know it is lame. It does tiny. Yeah, it it make you make makes you wait for it. But has something cool. And, has any of the Spider-Man Sony movies had those previously? I don't think so. No, but that's kind of become the norm. Yeah, and, except it hasn't for them. They're completely ooh, separated oh, from the Marvel DC movies. I, I well, realize it's not that. Even DC, it's but just why Marvel. even throw it in then? If you're not if you're not going to do anything, just don't for get me your wrong. Universe. I I'm not arguing. Just saying, I'm dumb. just saying. He's just saying. That's a first so thing. I'm just saying that should put an end. Just saying is the end of it. That's all you know. I'm just saying. <laughs> that means you can't attack the person anyway. Right. Just saying. Just saying. 
So uh, one of the other changes we're going to do is uh, we're going to do voicemails and news in the first segment. Ooh, look at that. Look at that. News will be much shorter much than shorter. it used to be. So do we Until we do run the, out of Game of Thrones. Do we need to do the oh, uh, yeah. mini news segment? <laughs> <laughs> Sped up? You know what we do need to cover for TV is what, what, the... What new we, we need to cover? We, what new we need, we need to, to cover? Yeah. We need to, we need to cover, cover the first episode of the first season of Orange is the New Black. <laughs> Which just got picked up for a third season before the second season <laughs> even the, premiered. Uh, Taco Bell Waffle Taco, yeah. which has been out for like eight weeks now. What is that? It's the Waffle Taco. <laughs> Thomas I, doesn't even know about it. I don't even know. We've what talked that, about this. We have. You brought it up again. <laughs> you did actually. You did. You brought What's it up it several times. The Waffle Taco. <laughs> it's actually called that. Yes. Uh, something like that. Oh, whoa, whoa. we're talking about the breakfast Taco, Taco Bell. I thought yeah. we were talking about some kind of TV show that I heard about. <laughs> Waffle Taco on NBC <laughs> this fall. That's like, coming what? This, <laughs> coming this fall. It's a taco. NBC. It's wrapped in a waffle. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm game for it that. It is solving if crime. Go, if we were to go to Taco Bell on Saturday morning <laughs> and I'm examine the, That's what we have to do sometime, though. We have to get up early enough yeah. to do it. And examine the, the waffle taco that solves early crime. Early enough? What time NBC? do you get up on Saturdays? Well, we won't go to Taco We won't all get together early on a Saturday and go to Taco no. Bell. I just don't see it happening. We could. We for, could, for but we will For the sake of the show. We won't do it, though. <laughs> Could also jerk each other off, but that's not going to well, happen. Well, that's, that's for the sake of the Maybe, show. That's just our personal pleasure. Just, that's not. I mean, that might happen tomorrow night, but not tonight. That's that could happen any night. You never know. <laughs> or just never mind. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right. So you want to know what's in news? Do we need a news intro, or we just go into it? Let's just go into. Can it. you speed it up from there? It's too no, bad. No, can't. It's too bad. <laughs> from the break room towers overlooking the banks of the body-filled Trinity River. This is KTBR Eyewitness News with your anchor Dirty Dirty Dustin, investigative reporter Mark the Bus Hudson, and Thomas the Tank with Animal Sports. House money. And now the seven-time Sasquatch Award winner for his reports on the sex lives of amputee Conestoga giraffes. Here is Dirty Dirty Dustin. I am a hot piece of ass. Do you have any... Amputee Conestoga farm. giraffe stories today? I don't. Actually. Well, you're the animal sports guy. No, yeah. but it clearly dictates him as having being the award winner for wow. his stories on. <laughs> Maybe some Conestoga giraffes murdered each other, and well, I mean, they might have. I, I thought albino Conestoga giraffes were your thing. Why are they Dustin's thing now? Because he created the report. He's what got me interested in them. <laughs> okay. He had all these award reports. I did break reports. the news on right. it. You broke the. Got Mark into it. Yeah, that, that is a good point. Right. He's my dealer, my crack dealer, my Conestoga crack giraffe dealer. Actually, but, the crack I use is made out of Conestoga giraffes. <laughs> Speaking of things that people on the show are into, we are leading off the show here with my a segue. late-breaking story about jars of clay. Oh, God. Thomas the Man You went... This was not in any headline anywhere. It you was. went and searched it. No, this was a headline. Portion. And I will, I will send you the article. It was a headline once you entered Jars of Clay in the Google search. It doesn't matter how I became upon it. It was a recent headline. It doesn't matter how you became upon it. Exactly. So, Dan Hasselheim, the the lead singer of uh, Jars of Clay. I can always tell when Dustin is handling the Twitter account, too, because it's something like (laughs) this. So, on gay marriage, who? what do you think his uh, his views are of gay marriage? Oh, my God. Uh, huh. That's really hard to tell. I'm going to say he's, he's pro-gay marriage. Or maybe not pro-gay marriage, but he's not opposed to it. Thomas? I'm going to say he's anti. 
Okay, Dan Hasselein, the lead singer of popular Christian band Jars of Clay, took to Twitter recently to voice his support for marriage equality. Wow. Not only that, that, but he engaged with his followers in a discussion about the biblical interpretation of marriage and noted that he's unable to understand conservatives who use scripture to deny same-sex marriage equal rights. Uh, some of his tweets were, uh, which this one's kind of funny to me, the first one he says is not... Not meaning to stir things up. Well, you're yeah. talking about gay marriage and yeah, you're yeah. supporting it and you're a Christian band, so you're doing that. It says, but is there a non-speculative or non-quote-unquote slippery slope reason why gays shouldn't marry? I don't hear one. And it continues, I'm trying to make sense of the conservative argument, but it doesn't hold up to basic scrutiny. It feels akin to woman's suffrage. Look at that. It's nice. And it continues on. I just don't see a negative effect to allowing gay marriage. No societal breakdown, no war on traditional marriage. Anyone? Question marks. And then uh, it says uh, he I'm received... I'm sure there were tons of responses to that. Exactly. It says he started to receive several anti-gay responses from his followers, engaged in discussion and debates surrounding marriage equality. Uh, so he replied, he goes, okay, I'm back online. Interesting responses. Uh, regarding gay marriage, never liked the phrase, scripture clearly states blank about blank. You know, just anything that scripture that clearly states. That's awesome. Uh, because most people read and interpret scripture wrong. I don't think scripture, quote-unquote, clearly states much of anything regarding morality. Pretty so, thought you guys would find this interesting that's that nice. uh, the I lead pre- singer of a pretty popular Christian band feels <laughs> yeah. this way about it. Eh, I don't know if you could call them pretty popular anymore. They were well, back then, but okay, well, they're not res- still really they're, now. They're one of the bigger bands in the last decade for uh, Christian no. rock. One last Do you thing remember you said. when they were big? Yes. It wasn't a decade ago. Was that 20 years ago now? <laughs> it is, less per- it is uh, perhaps less important to know what is quote-unquote right and wrong, morally speaking, than to know how to act towards those we consider wrong. Here's so, another Jars of Clay. That's really awesome. Yeah. I just thought you'd find that. This was not written by Jars of Clay. <laughs> this, is the, this is Dan Hasselman actually singing. Hasseline. Hasseline. Why do both of you have that drop? <laughs> so I copy his different files. That was, we've had that for years. <clears throat> so, so Thomas he, can feel free to karaoke flood and know that the guy supports gay marriage. So has he been kicked out of uh, Jars of Clay? or? Uh, it doesn't say so. I'm assuming he probably isn't going to get kicked out. But I always find it interesting when... A hardcore Christian actually takes that point of view, and yeah, like our like our buddy Travis. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That actually, mid scripture doesn't have yeah. definitive answers mm-hmm. and a lot of other crap. So, it's yeah. awesome. <clears throat> you know, would love for what are you giggling at? <laughs> the freaking river of God oh, that continue yes. to go there. Would love for more people to be outspoken about stuff like that. Obviously, because yeah, of that community. Yes, of that community. Yeah, look. It doesn't really do a lot of good for atheists or agnostics to say it. They're all saying it pretty much um, because it is completely tied to the religious aspect. I mean, that's where the stigma on same-sex marriage comes from. It's not anything else. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's where they are. So it would be nice to hear more and more. More and more people that are uh, follow a creed of some sort, you know, speaking out. God is a dyke. That's interesting. I'm surprised and happy to hear that. I was surprised about that as well. I was surprised to find a headline about Jars of Clay when I searched it. <laughs> Giant balls. But then when I found it, I figured you'd actually you find it. You could find a headline. Was that recently, anyway? Yeah, it was like a couple weeks ago. Oh, okay. Is this a comment? I don't know. It is. It was a comment <laughs> about what he asked me. See? Making me look like an asshole. Just for the a-hole. <laughs> not me. I'm not playing. No, not this time, but... Just shut up. You know what I mean. <laughs> See? Here we go. See why people think this about me? <laughs> so, continuing on. I know Mark has used Uber. You've never used Uber, have you, Thomas? Is that a... What is it? It is a cab service. It's an on-demand cab service, like, do you... It's like a decent... It's a decent cab service, unlike, like, Yellow Cab. Yeah, yeah. They don't smell. The drivers are good. Uber? Uber. 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 You have an app on your phone. It pinpoints where you are, and then you say, I need a cab, and you enter the address. Nope, never use it. And they come pick you up, and good to go. 
It's awesome. Well, Germany is taking a spin on the Uber-type app, and they are actually testing an app that uh, would allow you to find prostitutes in your current location. Is this called Pooper? Uh, no, actually, it's God. called... Uh, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, if a German That's a weird name for an app. We'll get to that in a second. <laughs> this month succeeds. <laughs> Smartphones could well be the next big marketplace for prostitution. Not unlike Uber for sex workers, the Berlin-based app Pepper, P-E-P-P-R, so Pepper, I guess, uh, app uses GPS to connect potential clients with prostitutes in their immediate area. His so, nipples are the most memorable yeah. thing. You think Johns will appreciate let's, that? Uh, let's cut out the middleman here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, let's uh, eliminate the... You know the cops from the scene. That kind of does, doesn't it? Is Pretty it good? Germany pro whore? Or are uh, they not? I don't know if that's a like if you ask the chancellor sure, are you pro whore. I don't know. That is say, not the distinction yeah, they use. Yes, even I if they am. are. Chancellor Merkel, are you pro whore? Yeah, I, I don't know if she would say that or not, but uh, <laughs> I, I don't know if they're anti whore. I, I don't know. Actually, I don't know what the prostitution laws are in Germany. I don't either. Surprisingly enough. Jeez, man, your homeland. I know. Is that the rating system on the app? <laughs> the vagina. Her vagina. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> One to five star vagina. That's what it says when you select a, <laughs> a lady near you. Really, bush really overgrown, assholes really stretched out. They have like all these rec- like all these uh, individual comments about them, you know? I'm not into this app anymore. <laughs> not willing to well, do... Well, no, they let you know to avoid them. Not willing I to see. do Kegels. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, Mark, if you're looking for a prostitute, do you <laughs> think that an app would be the way to go? If. Yeah, I think so. I mean, well, when well, you look for prostitutes, if it's a combination of not just Uber, but if it's a Yelp for prostitutes, sure. I mean, <laughs> why not? I agree. I mean, I, seriously, sure. You, you might wanted, as well have them rated well, right? If you sampled that buffet, <laughs> no that, crabs. If you if you've sampled that ass buffet, yeah. then you should rate it. And if exactly. it sucks, then you give it one star, half star, whatever. Not a drip, five stars. Right? No, no, yeah, yeah no drip. Exactly. Uh, yeah, doesn't have. No critters. Fungus. Yeah. yeah, no critters, no raccoons shooting out of the the vajay. Unless it's a trick she does. Yeah. I mean, you know, and if you're looking for that, if you're looking for raccoons shooting out, sure. Right. She can smoke in her vagina? Sure. That's definitely I mean, that, that's, that's a bonus feature, points. I guess. That's yeah. bonus points. Yeah. That's a vaginal feature. Right. That is exactly. true. <laughs> Thomas, are you pro are you pro uh, prostitution apps? Are you pro pooper? What's it called again? Pepper. P-E-P-P-R. So paper. It's really weird. Whatever. Uber. I don't Maybe know. It's probably a some German word. Non-English word. Yeah. It's Maybe a German word. Maybe that is. It is a German word. I'm assuming. I don't know. It's made in Germany. I'm gonna guess that it's German. <laughs> you didn't look it up. Who are you talking to? So you're following <laughs> right along with Marla in the non-research. You think category. I research things? No. <laughs> it was well documented a voicemail. We don't research anything. Who are you talking to? <laughs> I was just curious. This is the break room news division. There's no research in this division. Come on. How did you any ever win any awards? <laughs> just for my highlights. I just I have like titillating headlines. Yeah. And that's it. Then after that, like, headline generator, like Blue Bonnet Award right there. So does it give after you a cost? Blue Bonnet Award? Like does it break down all the things you need to know? What do you uh, want to know? Doesn't say cost. that it gives a cost. I know what, but what specifically know. do you want to know? You've already gone over. Do a you want to know of like how much for ass play? No. You want the Dave special? Hey, I'm not saying what I want to know. I was just saying, does it break down all the things okay, that a potential special. John would want to know? God, <laughs> <laughs> my vaginas taste like peppermint. <laughs> Five points on on Yelp on Yelp for whores. Peppermint vagina. It does yeah. kick you up a notch. Why do you I keep mean, saying Yelp? It's Yelp, not Yelp? I said Yelp for it's for whores. Pepper. I know. I think they'd get in trouble if that was the promo line. If that that was the tagline. Maybe she gets bonus points if she... Yelp for horse. If she dips her her genitalia in minty fresh Listerine, then you guys could be a match Sure. Oh, my God. How much would that sex burn? 
<laughs> I don't know, but you f- you should find out. Well, I can kind of tell you part of that. They say that uh, the company will not associate with brothels. So there you go. You get the, you only get the high class for Don't want to work wait, for the wait, man. Wait. What? Only indi- only individuals and escort agencies. Only not independent full contractors. What so. the hell is the difference? I guess a brothel is like a, a whorehouse. No, I know what it is. So I'm saying just saying it's more high class to not be associated with a whorehouse, essentially. According to Papur, it is. How's your is that a thing? Like, I obviously don't know anything about the realm of prostitution. <laughs> Living in Texas, but almost it's time to find out. Yeah, exactly. I'm just curious. Is that a thing? Like I, I the ones so. you can find via a escort agency or super more high class than brothels? I'm assuming, like, if you go to Amsterdam or something, they probably got a few brothels and a few escorts available. I'm assuming, you know, child, and like the escorts are higher class than the people than the ladies in the brothels. Probably. That's why I'm that's why I'm cool. asking. I, I assume. I, th- I figure the brothels. You go in there and you just pick whatever dirty whore's there in the escorts you can say I want this this and this come to my house and they're a little higher class I'm assuming I don't know it's like it's like you maybe what's used your this private before? experience <laughs> to say it's like you uh, what's the Dustin special we know what the day special is vaginas or vaginas that's that's what I wow thought. what if they're handmade what if they're <laughs> so handmade old so handcrafted yeah you take you take the peen you split it and you make it an innie instead of an outie handmade vagina yeah it's a handmade by a surgeon well, Okay. Old world craftsmanship. I'll defer to you on that part. I don't know. How is that I don't old know world? <laughs> if anything, that's new world craftsmanship. I don't know about former penises that are now vaginas. That you can you can enlighten us on that. You know, back that's... in the 100s when they were carving penises out and making them into vaginas. <laughs> <laughs> it the uh, hot dog into a taco. It's new the world. Old <laughs> My favorite era. So is many this penises to vaginas. Do with Star Wars? <laughs> it does actually. It's a really random drop. It's been in his crotch the whole time, so it's yeah. nice and warm. So it's a night, and man, that's a really confusing sentence. <laughs> so it's a nice micro penis. <laughs> These are all wonderful introductions to Thomas's experience. We need to fly Thomas to Germany just to try out Puber or whatever it's called, Papard, <laughs> George Papard. Yeah, you keep calling it whatever you want to call it. Whatever, P E P P R. George Papard. He keeps calling it Puber because he made the joke earlier. Yeah, yeah. he did. It's a better name than Pepper. It started cracking him up. <laughs> well, it's not pepper. There's no er. Pepper, pepper, pepper. And finally, you need semen. Last story of the day. Uh, if things don't work out with Crystal Mark, are you gonna move on past humans, or do you think you'd probably go on with another human? Oh, I thought the next line was you're gonna move on to some other species. Okay, would you move on to some other species? No, I just do this. You end just, it all. Oh, okay. You just end it all. Okay, end well, it all. If you didn't end it all, though, like what, what would be what would be your other option? Would it be um, caterpillar, uh, zebra, um, and perhaps the bottom-rated person on Papur? Okay, we would need you... to send this episode to Nate and let him make a picture of Mark and a zebra. <laughs> of course, the lowest. No. It, yeah, it would be top to bottom. Would be caterpillar than zebra than the lowest whore on Papur. Oh, so this is a group thing for you now? <laughs> no, I'm just saying in the order in which I would sample that no. ass buffet, it would be God. Caterpillar? Nothing like an ass buffet. Right. A, a caterpillar ass, you know? Right. The dirtiest of dirty whores that you can find in Papur. <laughs> I noticed that a dog was not on your list. It was not. Interestingly. Oh, no. But apparently, a British woman uh, who was married at one point decided that uh, humans were not for her, and uh, she decided to marry her dog, Sheba, in a romantic ceremony in Croatia. Sheba, a male or female dog? Would you like some dog uh, penis wine? Actually, I believe it's a male. Uh, even though the male was wearing the white bridal flock, the dog, uh, she was actually dressed up as the male, and the dog was dressed up as the female. So we I have, have a mad props respect for all kinds uh, of dogs, asshole. 
genders mixed up, and we have all kinds of species mixed up in this yeah. particular thing. Uh, she said she married a human 20 years ago, but the marriage was short, short-lived, so she decided to move on where, to her where was own this pet again? dog. Russia. This Russia. was in Croatia. That explains a lot. So, if things don't work out, I guess you can move on to your dog and make your dog wear a tuxedo and marry them. Uh, women only queef, they don't fart. That's, That's got nothing to do with the dog. Really I like weird. you would not have a dog on the list, but apparently in Croatia, it's high. It's high up there. It's at least second. Top to ranked and prefer for Russia. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we can go ahead and get done with news. <laughs> oh, the show just just with a segment. All right. Well, I guess on the uh, other side, we're going to be talking about a thing that I don't know right now. It is new music review Thursday. Alrighty, but you're listening Friday. Mm-hmm. If the only thing keeping a person decent is the expectation of a divine reward, then brother that person is the break room. Call us at 469-665-9827 and leave a voicemail. A word from Vagabond Saints and VSTL Vestments. Take a moment to look down at the shirt you are wearing. What do you see? Is it the branding for a corporation? Are you a walking billboard to help the other sheep find their way to the same major retailer in order to obtain the exact same shirt? Perhaps you aren't even aware that you might be possibly sporting the shirts that are associated with the ever-rising douchebag movement. Maybe you're just in douchebag denial. Vagabond Saints VSTL Vestments wants to change that. Since 2012, we've been putting out our vestments to help offset the blatant hypocrisies of what people are wearing today. With our vestments, you won't be charged $55 for a t-shirt with a traditional tattoo covering it. You won't ever be assumed to be an MMA fighter, and you won't have to endorse any armor that you wear under your clothes, despite the fact you don't even actually own any of the said armor you wear under your clothes. Our vestments are just t-shirts, hoodies, and tank tops without designs on them nothing more. Let it be known that VSTL vestments won't get you laid, but you can sure as hell get your fuck on while wearing them. Follow us at Vagabond Saints on Twitter and VSTL vestments on Instagram, and check out our latest vestment, The Dead Sexy. And remember, VSTL vestments, looking pretty, being shitty. This concludes the message from Vagabond Saints. Suck a cheated dick. Back to the break room, the eight-time winners of the Marconi Lifetime Achievement Award for Excellence in Podcasting. In go, in go, and go, in go, and go, in go, in. <laughs> you do realize that Mark Coney is an annual award, right? Mm-hmm. And the show has not been together for a total of eight years. You don't know that. No, Basically. it hasn't. There's no way yeah, we can be eight times. Six to fourteen. No, 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 right. no, no, no. Yes, no. yes. No, no. You can't win Mark it Coney's in the years there. that we weren't there. Sure. Of course we can. No, we, can't. we submitted other episodes those years. <laughs> we won the lifetime achievement award. Did we have for a feed up? Absentee podcast. For the six years we were non existent. <laughs> do we have a feed up? 
We did. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's right. Episodes were able to be downloaded. And the winner for the third time in a row <laughs> is the non-existent podcast. You think we're pissed about not being the KTR. highest rated break room on iTunes? How about the people that actually put out shit every year? Fuck them. And are losing to us with the Marconi Award. Like the Onion AV Club, who only reports on Nerdist Podcast, Mark Marin. Oh my god, is this the 8-bit segment? It is. This is all new music. <laughs> hey, I'm not going to argue with that one. <clears throat> so anyway. We decided that... Uh, yeah. We decided that uh, Zed's not the only one that can bring new music to the show, so I decided to go ahead and bring new music this week. Since we can't bring Zed every week. Awesome. We do have me. Is that an intro? <laughs> no, it's just the music I got. I love that track. Anyway, go ahead. And oddly enough, the first thing I'm going to play is not new music, More but it's new comedy. Oh. New comedy. New comedy album that is uh, actually right. just came out uh, May 2nd. That's not music, sir. Uh, I understand. So this is new after comedy this, Tuesday. Well, this is, but after that, it'll or be Thursday. new music. It'll be new music Thursday you're hearing on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> the most confusing day of the week ever. Is this some new Richard, new uh, Richard Pryor? Apparently David Spade has decided to go back Hilarious to stand-up comedy. from the dead Richard Pryor jokes. Why not? They just, All night They just Mark released Michael, a new Michael Jackson song. He's been double dead for about three or four years now, right? Or longer? Yeah, but I don't think he did any hidden stand-ups in the studio. You don't know that. that. People weren't we don't, we don't know until... Comedians don't do that, though. Dustin, but tell us. Tell us. I'm tell us. I'm telling you. What I'm tell telling us. you is, is this is David Spade, and he is alive. Now, is he the white Richard Pryor? I would not call him that at okay. all, in fact. I would say that he's, uh, <laughs> in general, he's okay to spare. He has had some funny things, but most of them have been associated with Chris Farley. But uh, things he's done on his own, eh, you know, okay. Lots um, of people like that news radio show. He wasn't well, in radio, uh, news radio. That's true. Wait, what, what show he doesn't was just he shoot me, but... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lots of people like that show. That was okay, yeah. But I don't know if it was mostly because of him. Lots of people like Cheers. <laughs> Lots of people like all these comedies he wasn't in. <laughs> My bad. So, uh, it was one of those shows I never watched. Pow. This particular clip is called Vegas Problems, and it's from, uh, again, his latest stand-up that came out May 2nd. It's DUI lawyer. Like, it must be so rampant. They have a commercial... He's got the fake jail bars. <laughs> and he goes, I'm the best goddamn DUI lawyer out there. You call me before it's too late. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Wait, I don't get it. I call you before I get a DUI? That's like a awkward call. Hey, what's up? It's noon. Uh, I just, I'm going out later. I didn't even drink, but I realized I'm going to jail. They have checkpoints. Checkpoints are bad when you're drunk. I mean, one time I drank and drove. Drove and drove. One time. And it was a mistake, but I was horrified because I was in traffic at 3 a.m. on sunset, which usually doesn't happen. So I'm almost home, like, ah, ah, ah. And then it's traffic, and I'm always selfish in traffic. I'm like, there better be an accident up here. There better be a pile of dead bodies. What's happening? Like, this is slow. <laughs> so there's a little David Spade humor, and that was the highest rated track from this particular uh, album that's called My Fake Problems. Is that what you would call humor? Was it funny that's what to you? He calls humor. Huh. Uh, one review I read that said, uh, while there's the set is certainly polished, the material itself is a mixed bag. 
Uh, I would say it's a mixed bag of attempted humor and shit, pretty much. Did you listen to more than just that? I listened to one or two other tracks, and they were all pretty much as terrible as that, if not worse. So you didn't listen to the entire thing? I didn't listen to the entire thing. The... So I call him before I get a DUI? Like, that's mildly, very, very mildly amusing. Very mildly. But uh, (laughs) the rest of that was just stupid. They say a lot of his stuff is better when he's kind of self-deprecating and things like that. But, um, again, I picked the most popular track off iTunes because that's what most people are downloading. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm going to say... Is that David Spade? It sounded like... Bye-bye. I think it is. I'm going to say it is, is But he can say bye-bye to his own tracks because... That, it's pretty fucking terrible. <laughs> so anybody anybody like this? Anybody think uh, nope. that little preview is going to make you go buy the album? No, no, okay. no, no, no. Not at all. No, Dave no, says no, no as well. No, 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 it's actually Dustin. No, 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 no. That no, is like no, Dave no, and Dustin. No, 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 no. no. It's just me twice for some reason. Back to me. Exactly, back to me. Uh, the second entry on this list uh, came from a... I'll, Admit a self a uh, Homer band that I like. It's old ninety sevens. They just came out with a new album. Uh, they came April out with a comedy album. Uh, no, this is actually when we start new music Friday. <laughs> so they're not doing comedies. Is what this you're is saying. new music Thursday on Friday. But it's but we just but it's comedy. to a comedy. So this is starting it right now. That was comedy Thursday on Friday. <laughs> Transition out new music. Thursday so, on Friday. So this is com- new comedy from Rhett Butler on Friday. That was. <laughs> that was Rhett Butler, David Spade. This, we're going into music. Wait, this is Rhett Spade? This is Rhett Miller. No. This is Rhett, Rhett Miller in this Rhett band. Rhett Butler. Rhett Butler is a comedian that goes into David Spade area. We're done with that. We're going on to the music. So we're going on to David Butler. I don't know. I, there's nothing else I What's can tell happening? you. You don't understand. Um, but anyway, they came out with a new album called Most Messed Up, and it started out, uh, it came out April 29th. Um, Elaine and I went and saw them a couple of weeks ago, and it was kind of interesting. Wow. They, I've never been to a concert where they actually filmed a video that they're going to use wow. from the album. So what they did was they actually played the set, and the first entry in the encore, they replayed one of the songs before, and they told everybody ahead of time, like, we're shooting this for the video, we're going to do a couple of things, and replay the song we did. Just kind of interesting, and they tried to get everybody in the front to you know interact more right. than they were interacting before. Sure. And, it makes uh, sense. Yeah, it, I mean, yeah, I understand it. But uh, so anyway, this supposedly is kind of a Rhett Miller introspective, and there's, there's two of them on here that actually you're from the lead singer. They say it's kind of a introspective album. Uh, but the entry here, um, I also like this entry because it involves a lot of cursing in it, yeah. which I found kind of funny because the event we went to had a lot of nerdy whitesters there, and a lot of them brought their kids. And uh, Rhett Miller pretty much said, I know we don't normally cuss, but sorry kids, fuck it. And then started this song. So we're going to go ahead and uh, kick it off. It's called sounds Nashville. Like a, sounds like a cover. It's called Nashville. And I look up there and I can't find my face And I'm seeing 
reflection backstage Writing down the same old words on the same old page But I got to go it's more their their old country style, you know, like they they tend yeah. to do that or they yeah. tend to do standard rock style, but this is more their old country stuff. It's not well, standard very funny. rock, it's soft rock. Well, I'm saying when they do more mm. of their sure. rock side, sure, sure. it's still you know, not a very good different. comedy album. Yeah, it's not a good comedy album. I'll give Just you that. Just really, banging that drum. Yeah, it didn't didn't have a lot of comedy. They're not going to make it to the improv. I'm going to say. They're not. What is the deal with Nashville? That's what they should have done. You know. What's wanted... the deal with the word fuck? <laughs> so, I liked it, of course, but uh, I, you know, again, I think it's interesting that they decided to go ahead and layer Two on all, later. This, all this curse. This is their only explicit album. They have a couple of albums yeah. in here, or a couple of songs in here that have that. And, uh, like I said, I appreciate it that they went ahead and said... They obviously decided to fuck it. Sorry, kids. Fuck it. We're going to go ahead and play some, some curse words. I kind of enjoyed that. So back to Comedy Friday? Because you like to no. fuck up young kids. I do. Well, I mean, they're going to hear fuck at some point. They need to just sure. get over it. It's Friday. God, not Friday. It's Friday. So moving on to another uh, album of another band that I quite enjoy. It's, uh, the band is called The Eels. Uh, they just came up with a new album on April 22nd called The Cautionary Tales of Mark Oliver Everett, which the lead singer of The Eels often goes by... Mr. E, but this time he actually put his full name in there. So Mr. Eel? Uh, no, it's Everett, as I said. Yeah. But um, this is another supposedly you know intimate, personal struggle album. Uh, it said it's inspired by something I went through, uh, someone I lost by choice and later came to regret losing. That's his quote for it. Um, the last album that the Eels did was very... <laughs> they do a lot of... Uh... And people call me an asshole... Such they do a lot of sorriness. Soft, well, they do a lot of softer, more melodic rock in general. Some of it's a little hard, but most of it's not hard. Um, then all of a sudden, they came out with an album a couple of years ago, and they decided to go ahead and change that. They put a lot of distortion in it, a lot of hard rock in it. And so this one, they pretty much went a 180 on. Uh, so this song is called Forget Where I'm From. Ran far away, but I have to admit Sometimes I miss Let's have a drink Everything that we went through It wasn't always so bad We can't forget Each other's company And all of the good times we had So long ago I left it in the dust Well, I was so young and dumb Ran far away But I have so that is uh again forget where i'm from and uh, all of them are like i said personal it's a personal story for him and uh i kind of like that they went back to more of that to more of that sound uh, I wasn't as big of a fan as the of the distortion and the the heavy the heavy sound. Okay, moving on from that. Um, that was right. I had, I like the old ninety seven comedy album better. Oh, did you? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, these next few are. I like it when people say bad words. These are not my favorites. Uh, I mean, 
these aren't bands that I picked uh, as my favorites, but uh, there, I think there's some pretty good stuff in here. Uh, the first one, as you said, Michael Jackson is coming out with a new album. Um, there's actually a combination between him and Justin Timberlake. They did a correlation. I think we're hearing it right now. Is this it? I think so. Go play? Oh, okay. I don't think that's it. Uh, apparently, Michael Jackson came up with the song Love Never Felt So Good back in 1983. Justin Timberlake took it, did a remix. It's basically kind of like, kind of reminds me of that thing that Nat King Cole, Natalie Cole did. I don't remember when that was. We might back be featuring in the 90s. Michael Jackson next week as well. Oh, might we? Might, oh, okay. we, might we might. We might. We might. 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 Well, we might. The new Michael, Jack, new Michael Jackson album uh, comes out May 13th and it's called Escape. Breaking news. And this song is called Love Never Felt So Good. Called Escape. Reminds me of Stevie Wonder quite now, a bit. I actually like that song. I do too. I thought it was kind of catchy. It's got it's okay. It feels it feels like yeah. like Stevie Wonder to me. That's a little you know, Stevie like Wonder that feeling. Smooth yeah. piano, like yeah, with an up tempo beat. It just it's so Stevie Wonder. It's got like a. I dig it. Yeah, it's got like kind of a soul feel too. And the modulations right? of their voice are very Stevie Wonder esque. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's pretty, a good point. I do. Pretty, it's pretty good. Now they did uh, hologram Tupac a couple of years. Will they take hologram Michael Jackson out on tour? Hologram Michael Jackson and JT will and go yeah. on the road. Right. God, I hope not. <laughs> that, that would be kind of awesome. He can do the entire bad album again and, yeah, there and you include go. this and uh, maybe you can morph into hologram Stevie wonder. Well, you know, when I was going through this list and creating this, I, you know, I was looking for something that was coming out soon. Stevie like, wonder is alive. You don't know that. Well, I was thinking, you know, Michael Jackson, you know, well known. It's coming out in a couple right. weeks. This is going to suck. Yeah. Whatever. But I listened to that. I'm like, oh, I was actually. I dig that. Pleasantly so, surprised by that. Was this just a single, or they did I? No, there's a whole album. There's a whole album. There's a whole album coming out. Okay. I don't think Timberlake's on all of them. But this okay. is this is the one single so far that I know of that's been released from it. I had heard there that may they, have been another one released, but I think this is it right now. They had enough unreleased material to fill like seven or eight albums. I'm sure yeah, something like that. It's that ridiculous. is insane. Dude, he's like recorded all the time for twenty, yeah. thirty years. Some crap. I mean, that doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah, but, well, yeah, I guess. I mean, it feels like there's so many... There, in the making of an album, there's so many, when you're a professional artist, especially on that of that caliber, there's so many songs that get cut on the floor right. after they've already put together a lot of it, after it's already been well, yeah. <clears throat> sweated over. I mean... You have all that shit on the you know cutting room floor, the and then, B-roll. oh, he died. Well, B-roll yeah. is going to be A-roll let's, now. Cool. Well, let's, let's, let's crazy this thing up. Let's get Timberlake in here, and let's, you know, and let's but get some, some guest two, stars. Two chains. Are there, are there a lot of more... <laughs> But that song is from 1983. That would be interesting. But and it's way better than some shit he released in the 90s. Oh, yeah. It's way better than most of the shit that's released now. Okay. Well, I'm just it saying even might Michael have, Jackson. Okay, here's the other thing. Like dangerous it might sound 100% different now than it did when they recorded it and cut that's it on true. the floor. Yeah, they, I'm sure they tweaked does. it and Timberlake tweaked it or whatever. Well, and added some more stuff. I'm sure yeah. that, yeah, they sure. could have done all, any number of things to it. I'm really interested in that album, though, i got to say. And having heard that, I'm really interested. Because, man, yeah. as, as, as incredible as producers are these days, the producers that quit producing and then start making music because they're so good at it, 
I mean, all you have to do is hire the right guy, bring him in, show him the B-roll, and be like, make this a hit. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. There's so maybe, many people that could do that. Maybe like Pharrell? Something that's what I'm like saying. That. Okay, yes, Pharrell. I was Pharrell on the bench. Pharrell, Kanye. I mean, there's so many people that, that were producers. Oh, my God. <laughs> shot in the bear. Yeah, shot sure the bear. Do shot such a good job that all you would have to do is, here's, yeah. here's some pretty great A-B roll. Let's turn it into something else. You know? I mean, it wouldn't well, be that difficult. It's like when Pharrell did our I, album. I we did the Breaker album. I don't mean to belittle album. it. I'm just saying. I mean, we only came out with, what, one oh good track God. on the Breaker album? <laughs> I was pretty, we got so much B-roll. I mean, well, there it was... pretty much all B-roll. We dropped most of the Howard songs. <laughs> he was Most like, of them all except one. He was like, you guys got you. so much B-roll. What's, I yeah. mean, I don't know what to do with this shit. Why like, do you have Howard on so many songs? <laughs> True. Fair enough. But we had to drop it. We, no one knows what you're talking about. <laughs> we got no dispute with Howard. Well, and listen we had to, let to that all go. 100 however many episodes we have. You'll 209. Find Howard Good God, dude. This is number 210. Oh, yeah. Whatever it is. 100 and the, something. The only song that came <laughs> out of our 60 tracking Before sessions. 150. It's there somewhere. All we got was the KTBR chant. That was it. Out of We spent $2 million producing an album. on your ass. That's all we got out of there. What KTBR chant? KTBR, oh, that. Break Room. Nobody knows the original name. And this one. And we got the alternative awesome. KTBR that goes in front of our intros. That's true. So we got three tracks out of 63 sessions. But two of them were based on the same thing. Right. It's pretty I feel bad. like there was more songs than that, though. And in our, in our Break get, Room archive? You've got the, uh, yes, you've got the Mark Whistling, whatchamacallit commercial. The track. That's got to mean something. It's Thomas. God. I got this one. Yes, I we make have more one. than both of you. And this one. We have all song. of our intros. You can just say all of our intros. And this one. Oh, my God. And this one. Podcasting live. Some of us are so cool, we have two intros. KTBR Break Room. So, yes, we have all of that. <laughs> We need to make an album <laughs> out of just those. Yeah, I'm sure they go They're overall. like less than 30 second tracks, everyone. It's like a four and a half minute. Album. And this is the final track, the hidden track. God. Hey, it's the most play that fucking band's ever gotten. Okay, sure. let's be honest. You don't know that. I do know that. You never know that. I know that for a fact. No, you don't. All right, so I have two more to cover here. Does, do, does anybody want to go... Black uh, Black Keys, or do you want to go Coldplay? Which way would you like to go? Black Keys, Coldplay. Wait, wait. Is that do we? Does it matter the order? Is that what you're asking? That's what we're going through. Let's, both. Let's but go which Coldplay and then Black Keys. Coldplay. Let's do, let's do Black Keys and then Coldplay. <laughs> let's play them both at the same time. I'm gonna go ahead and vote Coldplay first uh, because I'd rather go out on a high. The new Coldplay album comes out <laughs> five nineteen. Um, basically, I've heard three tracks. The three tracks that are released <clears> for it. There's there's really nothing original on any of these, in my opinion. This one that I'm playing is probably the most original. Um, they have a couple of other ones, like I said, that they're going, they're trying to go back to their original sound a little bit, but at the same time, they're kind of going for stadium rock sound too. It's it's kind it's kind of a weird thing. Um, but this first one again, the name of the well, the name of the album is going to be Ghost Stories. It's going to be released on five nineteen. And uh, the song I'm going to play here is That's the called... sound that comes with the album when you buy it. Exactly. <laughs> this That's is all it called is. Magic. And in the middle of Magic, listen to a or listen for a very Thomas sounding uh, drop. <laughs> Broken into Still I call it magic. Don't, 
Just because he did falsetto. <laughs> Not in words, though. <laughs> True. Pow! I, I have heard this song before. It's okay. It's okay. I don't feel like it's a return to their roots at all. They claim it is, though. That that's, doesn't that's sound like that at all. I agree. I, I don't feel think like it's, it's more any, heavily produced. I don't think it's anything like the yeah, I feel original. Like it's, no, uh, not at all. Like I feel the, like it's the album continuing. The was on. I can't remember what it was called, but parachutes. Yeah, parachutes. <laughs> it doesn't sound anything not like parachutes. anything like that album. To it me, sounds like more evolution of like continuing to evolve into the the, the modern era. Yeah, uh, from their last album, I feel like they do that every album. It seems like. I mean, it's you not know, bad. Obviously, the whole album is not out yet, but uh, obviously, Milo Zolato. I actually liked better than, than what I've heard Zolato. so far in this. Yeah, well, it's early. It is early. You haven't heard the whole uh, album. I didn't like the original don't song they released on Milo Zolato. Don't be a don't be a Dave name ever. Chinese democracy and <laughs> only listen to half of the songs and, and only half of those. And half of those. <laughs> yeah, house money. <laughs> but you know, I. What's been your general feeling about Coldplay? I know Marcus always thinks they sound the same, but what has been your... Oh, I've always it? liked them. Oh, no, let me, let me, let me rephrase. Like too. When Yellow came out, I hated that song. That's true. Yeah. Hated that song. And then the... I don't know if they released it or not, but that song Shiver that's on the same album, I was like, it okay, is. I gotta... I gotta check this band out. A Rush of Blood to the Head is one of my favorite albums. As it's was, good. As was noted in one of the previous episodes. I like episodes. the hits. It's just that I... The only I one know. I didn't care for is the Viva whatever. Like, that one was yeah. just really bland to me. But other than that, I like all the albums. And Milo Zolato had a couple of... That was a really good album. I like yeah. that album a had lot. Had a couple of really good Milo songs Zolato. on it. Milo <laughs> <laughs> Had a couple of really good songs on it. Had a couple of spares. Like, I, what, I can't remember the name of the main hit that they released from that now. But at the time, I did not uh, like it. Yeah, Paradise. Yeah, Paradise. I don't like Paradise that much. I like it. But I like a lot of other things on the album. And it's, it's a really good album. Well, Rush of Blood to the Head has, like... Clocks and I don't know a lot of their big hits. Scientist, yeah, scientist that I, I really like, and it's it's slow, but it's not. This magic song is different. This is not a return to the roots. I mean, they can call it that all they want to. It doesn't sound like that. Yeah, I, I agree. But so anyway, it's not bad. I'm yeah, just not really not, into it. Yeah, it's not bad. I, I'll probably listen to the whole album when it comes out, just because I've sure. listened to all of Coldplay stuff sure. when it's come out, but. It's not going to be super excited. I'll just say that. And the other ones that they've released, um, I, again, I didn't know the name of the song, but there's something, it's something stars. I can't remember the name of the whole thing. It's very stadium rock. Like it's definitely meant to get a crowd excited. And yeah. you don't have that one. Push. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't download that one. But damn you. It's it's just kind of it's really generic. I'll just put it that way. This one. This one is. Segment. Yeah, this one's way better than that. <laughs> this isn't a new segment. It is not a new segment. Why did you say well, that? I did it. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, how do you guys feel about the Black Keys? Have you liked them in general? Oh, I like them, yeah, quite a bit. Okay. You think they're okay? Okay. To me, this this is a departure from the normal stuff. Uh, their new album is called... That's not Black Keys. Uh, it's called Turn Blue, and uh, the song is called Turn Blue.
You know, I haven't investigated anything past the radio-friendly tracks, yeah. but what I've heard of those I really, really like. I dig their groove, and they're, they're kind of a throwback in their own way. Don't you think that sounds a little different than, than, than yeah, their totally. but it all, it, recent it radio hits? But Absolutely. it's also a total throwback yeah. to the 70s. It is. I mean, yeah, it is, like, but it's also got... You know what I like about it is I like a lot of bands with that kind of lo-fi-ish sound mm. especially on the vocals and i'm not normally a lo-fi fan yeah i know you love lo-fi and i'm yeah. not love, a lo-fi fan lo- you love it so i feel much. like lo-fi is such an overused bit I in band, with a lot of bands well it's just uh I, it depends though i mean mark and i have an agreement you can do it you can do shitty lo-fi but yeah there's a lot of them that i like but i feel like all. it's a lot of time it's just like your song sucks and so let me add an effect. Let's put either A, a megaphone, or B, it, let's put it some lo-fi. It feels like lo-fi is the new reverb as far as let's try to bit. correct, autocorrect, yeah. not autocorrect, but let's try and yeah. dull the imperfection of this I mean, a if little you're, bit. If you're talking original lo-fi, like actually recorded in a garage, I'm fine with it. It's got to be a decent sound behind it for me, though, too. It can't yeah. just be, I mean, you can't throw lo-fi on some piece of shit. But that's what I feel, that's what it feels like people do a lot of you times. Can. Like, can can song, well, I mean, and I won't like yeah. it, I'll put it that way. I mean, I think that that I think that people do use it as a bit or a crutch mm-hmm. or whatever. As a but, crutch, yeah, it's a good word for it. Um, I don't think the Black Keys are doing that in this case. I actually was surprised. No, I, I'm I agree. not the biggest Black Keys fan in general. Like, I, yeah. I like them okay, but even their radio hits, I'm like, mm-hmm. I could take them or leave them. Yeah, I just think they but, have a good they have a good groove to them that a lot of bands don't have. But that song actually is better than most of them I've heard, in my opinion. It reminds me of almost like um, uh, like disco funk in a way. Does that make sense? Slower than well, most you see of a slower, that, but, but like yeah. a slow, a slower disco funk in a way. I don't know. It's sure. Some sort of maybe funk is the more appropriate word, but it's kind of got a funk to it, a funk beat. It's got kind of a funky seventies, yeah, like retro sound. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. They uh, yeah. they they could have only made it better by adding like a heavy heavy bass, like <laughs> like a walking bass beat to it or something that you know to really they amp up a, that feeling. They had a bass, but it wasn't heavy. Yeah, I'm I like mean, a, it's you know what I'm talking about. Like, not, yeah, yeah. like a heavier bass, like a walking bass or something like that. That's just like sure blows your mind. Yeah, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Blows your mind. Blows your mind, bra. <laughs> Totes. Hey, look, it's eight. Aren't we supposed to be done by now? All right, well, let's get out of here. <laughs> Told you. We still have nine episodes of Game of Thrones, Tyler. <laughs> All right, that's uh, that's it for nude music. Uh, nude? Nude music. <laughs> Thursday on Friday. Awesome. Thanks, Dustin. And I'm out of here. It's the next hit. Life is like a- All right, well, on the other side, we are actually going to cover... Game G-O-T. of Thrones. Uh, I'll fucking ass. One episode or something. At the same time, we have some other stuff going on as well, so call the hotline at 469-665-9827 or Skype us at Break Room and leave us a voicemail. looking for movie, TV, music reviewers, and columnists. If you can't stop talking about pop culture, email editor at popsyndicate.net with a sample of your writing. Popsyndicate.net, the internet's one spot for pop culture. Syndicate.
Cinema has been around for over 100 years. Its history is long and varied. Each film has a story to tell, and the 15-Minute Movie Podcast covers the history of cinema through the actors, writers, directors, producers, and themes. Each episode, you'll find out about the history of movies in just 15 minutes. Go to 15mmp.com or check it out on Stitcher, iTunes, or Miro. Hey kids, it's me, F13 from Cinema Diabolica. We have a new show called Diabolical Decades. If you haven't been listening to it, this is the kind of gold that you've been missing. Ah, I see. I imagine Jimmy Stewart to have soft hands. But I would have been like, bitch, you gotta go. Oh, thank God. It's just the face of Satan. I thought it was a prowler. Check us out at popsyndicate.net slash cinema diabolica. So, Mark showed up late today. Proud of him. And I... Uh, hey, I'm trying to buy a new estate. I was trying to hurry and watch. As soon as I got home, I was trying to hurry and watch the last episode. And uh, I did the blasphemous fast-forward through the through the opening. It's not blasphemous. I it's felt okay. wrong, dude. It's a two-minute intro. It's okay. Yeah, but it's so great every it's, time. Yes, but... One, I mean... It's great every it's time. It's good, but you don't have to watch I it. I feel know the about this the way every one of you nerds felt about... The true detective intro, which I didn't care that much about. Well, now you're just being dumb. Okay. Pretty much. <laughs> you're being a dick. Yeah, you are. So, we have three episodes to cover in this, because we are so quickly. far blind, because we took off a uh, huge quickly. three weeks. Uh, Got to manage the backside here. Uh, we have three to cover. The Breaker of Chains, Oathkeeper, and First of His Name. Manage your backside? What does that have to do with it? <laughs> Of course, because if we were off a week, then it's because we were all blowing O holes in the O holes. We were all blowing O rings in the bathroom. It's always O holes. I've had a little bit to drink. So does he blow your O holes? <laughs> Gotta hate it when you have a blown O hole. So does he annoy you in the bathroom? <laughs> That's a weird comment. Weird. Where did that come from? Does he annoy you in the bathroom? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Listen to all 200 episodes of Let's <laughs> You'll find it somewhere. Sparklers and people's Good animals. God. It's the worst to try to find one comment from any of the episodes, as Dustin and I can attest. God, yes, it is. Give us a call if you find it. Plus one, four, six, nine, six, six, five, nine, eight, two, seven. Plus one, four, six, nine, six, six, five, nine, nine eight, two, seven. God. Wow. So, in the first episode, Tyrion... Let's just go character by character. How about we do that? Tyrion 
sure. is immediately arrested after the death of Joffrey because, of course, Cersei accuses him and Are Joffrey really allegedly pointed at Tyrion when he died. Of course he did. He was ridiculing him the, like the whole episode. Like, Correct. I have a cup of wine in my hand, and then you died from drinking it. I must have murdered you. Yeah. Uh, later, Tyrion is stuck in prison. Jamie comes to visit him after getting. Jamie was a bit guilt tripped into visiting that. I would, you know, honestly, I would listen to a book on tape with Jamie reading it. That guy's got a very unique voice. Really, you're that in love with him? I do. I love it. Wow. It's like him and the guy that uh, from Bay, which I can't ever think of the guy's name now. But uh, George just, Orwell. They're very enchanting voices. Yes. Morgan Freeman. The guy who played Zephram so- Zephram Cochran in Star Trek. Yes, that's him. I forget his name. But so, more importantly, he was Zephyr Cochran in Star Trek. Well, I don't know if it's more important. It is more important than Babe the Pig in the fucking city? Come on, know. shut up. I don't know. Pretty close. God. But anyway, go ahead. Big Babe fan, are you? I didn't know you were just a, a big Babe, babe Pig fan. in the city fan. Well, Jesus. the guy was also on Six Feet Under. That's really where, That's I, irrelevant. where I noted him. But uh-huh. He was the Who? crazy guy in the uh, that had the storm shelter and all that stuff. I don't remember that part. You don't remember the guy who married Ruth that had the crazy seller that was afraid of nuclear oh, bombs yes. and shit? That's He's in lots about. of things. Independence yeah. Day. And exactly. It's funny because you wouldn't think that guy would make it in the acting world because he's like seven foot ten. Exactly. He's like the most huge actor ever. Anyway. But he's got an awesome voice. He does. So He was also in Star Trek First Contact. Yeah. As Zephram Cochran. He was. More oh, importantly. my bad. Is that who you were referring yeah. to a minute ago? Oh. Nobody I, knows him by I, name other When than I said you. Star Trek. Yes. Nobody we knows him by name We just heard you say cock. That's it. Cock. Cochran. Exactly. What an odd name. So, uh, Jamie... Cock dash, cock dash, Cochran. It's commas. <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs> cock, comma. Slap, cock, slap, comma. slapping. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Jamie Eastertarian ends up uh, being convinced that he's not guilty. And uh, well, he, he says well, something kind not. of amusing that I said to Tyrion's Dustin earlier. Enough. There was something to the effect of uh, Tyrion, or, uh, Jamie asked him if he did it. And he says, I, I'd like to think that if I was smart enough to plan someone else's murder, that I would not stand there like an idiot looking at it True. so surprised. That's pretty awesome. But through that, we also find that there's someone else involved that uh, actually takes his wife away. Do, do, do. Exactly. The guy from The Wire Season 5. Sir Dantos. And, and 4 and 3. Well, before that, it was Sir Dantos who spirited <laughs> Sansa away. Sansa! Sir Dantos, Let's the... Let's spirit you away, Sansa. The fool... Uh, the jester. Is that uh, what he said? Did you say I'm going to spirit I'm you away? I'm going to spirit you away, Sansa! <laughs> Man, what happened to the eunuch? Haven't seen him in yeah, a he while. Yeah, he was in the last episode. He appeared very briefly. Was uh, he? He was Varys. not in the last episode. I just Varys. watched the last episode. He uh, wasn't in the was was that I remember. He was, he was not. He didn't say a line, but he was in there. When the when they're walking up during Tom uh, Tommen's crowning. Oh, okay. He was in there. He was okay, in there. Maybe. Oh, okay. But he was in the he episode. He hasn't had a speaking part. No, he I, hasn't. Barely this season, I don't think. Uh, no, his role has not been as Give Probably. me pleasure. Uh, you, what are we talking about? We're talking oh about who gosh. actually... Oh, Sansa. Who, who the guy took yeah. Sansa to. So, Dantos took her to the... Essentially to the got boat. her to a, to Peter Baelish's Pumpkin ship. Eater. Yes. Peter Peter. Pumpkin Eater. <laughs> got her to his ship, and then Peter Pumpkin killed her. Pumpkin Eater Baelish. And then Peter, Nobody else is going to find that funny. Uh, Peter takes her to the Airy, which is That's where... you're an asshole, because they might. <laughs> you i'm saying they don't get where it came from there was like 45 people in the room that night <laughs> and none of them listened to the show they might they might all listen man fuck you dude you're a fucking <laughs> asshole this bullshit about me being an asshole such horseshit so uh peter anyways takes topic? her to the eerie to be to where he's married well he's about to be married to liza 
who's Catelyn Stark's sister. Not Manelli. And she's the one that we saw in season two, I want to say. And two. she was... She was breastfeeding, uh, breastfeeding her the 20-year-old son. They're the, ones 20. Who, they're the ones who wanted to throw Tyrion off the ledge. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He reappears, although there was no uh, wanted breastfeeding. To. Wanted to throw Tyrion off the ledge. He's basically 45. Yeah, he's essentially. No, that's what I mean. They were going right. to do that, and that's yeah. when he met up with his guard, who's pretty awesome, whose name I can't think of now. The guy Bron? with Tyrion's always hanging around. Who's yeah, a great, Who's Bron. a great, great character. Yeah. Braun is one of the most likable people. Yeah, he is. I agree. Uh, so he takes her to the Eerie, and he has her pose as his niece, although it's obvious that he has quite the sexual affection for young Sansa. It has been for a while. Yeah, I'm just like saying it's, it's just the way he strokes her face sure, and sure. things like that. <laughs> and we say Liza is a bit of a screamer. Not too quiet in her she was a little bit, sexuality. Yeah. How's your vagina? We just <laughs> skipped episodes here, by the way. I, no, I'm going through each character okay. Okay, my across bad. all three. So. Yeah. Okay, got it. Uh... Let's see. Arya and the Hound are together. They're still traveling the countryside through all three episodes. Right. At one point that uh, they stop at a farmer's house and the Hound ends up robbing the farmer. Yep. Uh, I can't remember if it was one of these episodes or the other where she ends up killing somebody, that, some soldiers they found on the roadside. We may have already that covered that one. That was the very first episode. Was it? was it? Yeah. It seemed like she killed somebody again. It was after right that. after, no. It was right after uh, the whole... Right, it might have been the last episode of the last season. Actually. Oh. Right. No, that was, was the, that was definitely this season. Okay, then it was the first episode because it was right after the whole. Uh, it was Red it was early, thing. if not the yeah. first. It was yeah. early. Well, anyways, then the uh, area is practicing her her swordsmanship, and the hound makes fun of her because of it, and beats knock, her down, beats her down to the ground, and uh, it, she he kind of mocks her teacher at the same time. <laughs> so I think he's another really great character on the show. He is. He's definitely an underrated character. Then he's later, hot and cold and likability. Then yes. later, as as he's trying to sleep, she's rattling off a list of names, which he hounds her, uh, no pun intended, Hey-o. hounds her about, and she says she has to say all the names of the people that it's she's like going a to kill yeah. before she goes to sleep. Right. And then to end the scene, she says, "I only have one more," and she says his name. Yeah, which is kind of interesting. Ryan, the Thomas the Tank Engine. So she said that name. We need the context of that as well. Because that's just really awkward. Ryan, the How Thomas the Tank Engine? <laughs> yeah, just this guy. He's the one who issued show it. Show He doesn't remember. <laughs> remember that shit? <laughs> True. That was like 40,000 bottles of booze ago. Okay. So, uh, meanwhile, Stannis is still wasting time on Dragonstone. Davos is still trying to figure out how to replenish the army. And he ends up requesting a loan from the Iron Stannis Bank. Stannis is one of my least favorite characters. Yeah. Which one is really that? He's fuck not, about him. He's Robert Baratheon's old He's the brother. guy that's out with the woman in red and all that shit. Yes, no I kidding. I don't care about that his at all. Super, his story is story super line, stagnated. It wasn't, it wasn't bad at the beginning when it started, mm-hmm. but now it's just like the lady in red has like not been existent at all this season, even though yeah. she's been mentioned a couple she's times. She's there, but she doesn't do anything. The, the, like, the one time she's been there. don't care. Yeah. He just seems more and more just flat out crazy. Oh, my second in command is going to talk to my daughter with the burnt face, and we're going to learn to read. Like, yes. okay, well. So uneventful. They have not Let's moved on his story for that shit, nearly as much this. this year. Like, right. I mean, the last two episodes is didn't even feature him at all. Book? Is that uh, they're dragging stagnant? it out quite a bit. I mean, okay. he was. It, they're kind of mixing and matching storylines at the same time. Like, from what I remember, and I could be wrong, because I've read the book Marla several times. Marlo will call us later and tell you the how the book several times, and you've drank since then. Yes. That, I, I don't think Stannis starts actually moving until the fourth book, A Feast for Crows, hmm. uh, okay, to the here's wall. Here's the frustrating thing about that. We ended the last season 
with them determined right. to go defend the wall, which like, is why I that's think, where the real battle is. I think that's why they're moving so slow. No one gives a shit about the wall right now. Hanging out. Yeah. They're not doing anything. Yeah. Right. Like, I just Nobody don't really get gives it. a shit about the wall right now. Even the people on the wall are leaving and doing sure, other things. But they're they're also not like the the whole thing with Stannis is that he had this revelation. It was right. the hammer was the late whatever the red lady is. Like that that's where the real battle is. And right. like they're not going towards there at all. It's just weird. Cunt. Just don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank you. It's Mark's feeling about the red lady. <laughs> Well, she certainly shat something really crazy out of that, for sure. True. Uh, Bran and Hodor and the other two are <laughs> trying to move further north uh, throughout this entire time. They're trying to get to to find the Three-Eyed Crow, which is way farther north. And, and they, they got captured in the big in the tree. Yeah, in the big tree. And they they got captured in, in uh, Craster's <clears throat> Keep. What's that referred to as in the book? I feel like the big tree is probably not what it is. It's the referred. They just call it the weirwood. I mean, they come the to a giant weirwood and some other stuff happens. <clears throat> Okay. Uh, but any any rate, they're trying to get there to find the three-eyed crow, and they get captured at Craster's Keep, which does not happen in the books. Ah, okay. And really, yeah, they're actually adding content because George R. R. Martin is dragging his fucking ass, and they're having to pat it out now. Sure. So he gets captured. They get captured at Craster's Keep, and uh, for some reason, Jojen is sick. Although it never happens in the book either. They don't really talk about that. Uh, he has, oh, the, the other guy that's with yeah him, the blonde kid yeah the yeah the kid from, from uh, uh, about a boy. Not a battle boy. Uh, Love Actually. Love yeah, actually, Love yeah. Actually. Yeah. <clears throat> He's got so, like seizure problems. Is that from the book? Well, in the book, he has what's called the green sight, which is just being able to see the future in some way, like some sort of oh, prophecy okay. future. Yeah. That only came about for the first time in the show, like in the last episode, right? Um, I, no, I, I don't remember. Had it. Him I and Bran bo- have both had it, right? Well, Bran is a warg, which means you can inhabit the body of any other creature. Right, but they've both had a vision ability for uh, a while. Yeah, but Bran's been seeing... Futuristic Has things he, guess, like yeah. that. Well, the dreams that are about Jojen. A, huh? I thought I thought they both had the same dream no. about the three-eyed crow. Well, okay, that yes, the three-eyed crow is very specific only to Bran. Okay. But they both had that. Jojen has been has Jojen. No, Jojen had that too. They really? both talked about okay. that. Yeah. All right, I'm uh, getting I'm confused. confused. Do you remember that? No. Both, both of them. Both of them have talked about the three-eyed crow. I don't remember. At any okay, rate, well, Bran's the one that gets him direction. He sees. He knows that Bran's supposed to become something, and so he's the one that comes to Bran. This guy who read the books didn't help you either. True. But you gotta throw the asshole under the bus, of course. <laughs> Old AT over here. Could he to pull the uh, Did a Slurry I'm an Asshole song for him? <laughs> it amazes so me. Uh, never mind. Good God. <laughs> anyway. Go ahead. Okay, dude, come on. You don't have to search the fucking Dennis Leary song right now. I'm not no, looking not. at it. Don't worry. It's no, on it's, not you. it's not your computer I see, I is it? I see a play called Cunt. So, <laughs> anyways, they get captured. Well, I couldn't and then, play it anyway. Uh, as we'll come back to in a second, John and the other brothers of the Night's Watch attack Craster's Keep, trying to secure their front, and they... Slay the rogue. Yeah, they slay the rogue Crows. Night's Watchmen, right. and then it, Bran and jo- Hodor and Jojen and the sister end up getting freed, and they keep moving north. Okay, this is a question I asked Dustin. <laughs> I don't remember, uh, like, two episodes ago, three episodes Are ago, you, you find out that the dude who cut off Jamie's hand is at the uh, Vargo Vargo Hoat. I don't have any idea how that happened. Like, I don't remember him going how there How he showed up there. Yeah. How he... Uh, in the books, I they, I thought they just executed him in the books. Okay. 
Because in the books, that never happened. The whole thing with Bran never happened, and Vargo Hote, I can't remember if he ever shows up at the Night Watch or not, Night's Watch or not. It's not a horrible change or anything. No, it's not a horrible change. So was the whole point that he is trying to find... He's trying to find Bran. Bran. He's trying to find Bran and Rickon both. Actually, uh... Rickon? Rickon is the youngest brother. Oh, yeah. Actually, I don't think that uh, Bran getting captured is a terrible change either. No, it's not. It's Which, fine. I mean, fine where is Rickon right now? They he separated, went, right? He went off with the wildling girl. Right. To somewhere else. And so. we haven't seen her. I think they went to the Umbers while. or something like that. Oh, yeah, sorry. I have a ball gag in my anus. But yeah, we haven't seen her in a long time. That's where he is. Yes. Um, he has that going on. So yeah, that was another change. With Andy. Var- I yeah. thought, I want to say Vargo Ho got killed, but I can't remember exactly. Well, he got... Not, but anyways, they got killed now anyway. He haven't gotten killed yet? No, no, I'm saying... Oh, he got, Instead sorry. of getting sent to the Night's Watch's well, yes. punishment, I thought he got hanged In the hanged last episode, he was killed, so... Yes. Right. No, no, yeah. thought you were talking about I think it's youngest. a fine change. It's not a, it's not a problem. He had a pretty awesome death, actually. It was pretty cool. Jon Snow took him out pretty well. Yeah, that was, a, that was an excellent scene. But uh, I guess we'll just cover Jon Snow. That whole thing was the build-up is he comes back to Castle Black, shot up with Arrow. Wait, 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 wait. Jon Snow didn't kill him. I thought he did. Yeah, he did. Oh. He ran him through in the back of the head. Oh, no, that was the other guy. Oh, That's yeah, the, that the other, other guy. Dude. Yes. Okay. No, oh, no, no. Hordor killed, Hordor killed him. him. I forgot. Being yeah. possessed yeah. by... Uh, what's his name? Yeah. yeah. Which, actually, in the books, Bran does possess him at one point to attack some White Walkers, I think, and he goes kind of crazy after that. Like Hordor does? Hordor, yeah. Oh, okay. Once he realizes like, he's been possessed. Is so, it's, so in, it's so intense, like when they're going to try to rape the chick. Yeah. But at the same time, it's... Uh, <laughs> It's hard not to laugh because he's over there going Hodor, Hodor, like yeah. over and fucking over. <laughs> so yeah, Jon Snow rallies the, the rape is funny. I think it's funny that you made the comment that <laughs> that there's been such a negative outpour about the rape thing, and there wasn't even a that, rape scene there. There's been a little bit of backlash oh, about the, the show, Jamie about and the, Cersei thing. Well, that and just in general that there's too much sexual dominance and rape stuff in well, general in the show. I would say that because I mean, all those girls in the Night Watch take over; they're all raping all of them all the time. You're right; and, they are. You know, they absolutely. Uh, I just are. think they. Well, I mean, I'll, whatever. Again, if that's what the story is, Dustin then that's what started the, story is. the first blog that was anti Game of Thrones because well, of the raping. The end. whole Craster's Keep thing didn't happen in the books. <laughs> really? At all? There was, there was a Craster's Keep, yes, and they, there was some of that there, but I don't remember the Night's well, Watch going and taking over. I could be wrong. Uh, George R.R. R. Martin also said that the Jamie rape scene was not in the books. No, it's true. That. that did not happen. With his sister? Yeah. They like had the they, last couple episodes. Well, right. the one where they had sex in front of the. In front uh, of Dead Joffrey. In the church. It did happen. They had sex, but it wasn't rape. Rape. Well, they, they made turned, a rape in the they show. They turned the scene into rape. Yeah, and so that's weird. That yeah, it was a really weird choice. And like, it's offensive enough that you have sex next to your dead son. Yeah, what do you have and to she, throw rape on? In the book, um, she's a totally willing partner. Yes, that, and then also their their siblings. Let's not get into that. That's plenty All disturbing. It's offensive. I'm just saying that that, that whole thing we know is just dis- sure. you know disturbing. But to but, add another layer, I think it's yeah. it's offensive enough that you're having sex next to your dead son, and then they make it rape on top of that. Right. You know, they tried to defend it. It was well, it's a little like, intense. Well, the Jamie in the series is different than the Jamie in the books. And, you know... Is like, he, though? Well, like, Jamie was not present at the time of Joffrey's death in the in the books. He, he wasn't was, in the... In the sh- oh, yeah, he was in the show. He, he was, was in the show. He was in the show. But at the time, he yeah. was still off with Brienne, wandering the hinterlands, trying to get back to... Uh, really? To the, yeah, to the... Why they what the name town is. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not really sure. I mean, they maybe him a uh, small boy cut and haircut, and then well, make him part of the King's Guard again. I, I could see the <laughs> fact that Jamie and Brienne wander a little too much in the books to get him back to King's Landing. Yeah, but so I can see why they might have made that change. But I still don't understand why he would rape Cersei 
as a yeah. result of him then now being there. And that's why they try to defend him. Like that yeah. is, it still doesn't make sense. It, no, I mean, I, I, I enjoy, you know, uh, I nice enjoy nudity or whatever as much as the next straight guy, you know, but like they infused, there wasn't even nudity in there. No, there was, was no, there wasn't. I'm just saying, okay, nudity, sexual implications, whatever. I enjoy well, as much as the next. Straight I don't care male. about the nudity in the show. It doesn't bother me. I'm just saying, but I'm just saying they like take it over the top more than what's yeah, in the books. Sure. And it's like, and to a point, it's almost distracting because things like the the rape scene that have been changed. That's or, different though than just straight nudity. I mean that. Yeah, but it, the thing like if why change it to that? If you're looking if at Peter Baelish's whorehouse and they're they're having a very intellectual conversation about it, you need to pay be paying attention to in the back there's some chick fucking some other chick. Well, what are you going to be paying attention to? You're going to be paying attention to the chick fucking the chick in the background, not what Peter Baelish is saying, which you should be paying attention. Maybe to. people have more advanced minds than you do. Pumpkin eater Baelish. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody has a more advanced mind than me. Mark that. <laughs> I make more than both of you. And My FICO score says I am in the above average territory. <laughs> Finally, no one can have a more advanced dad. It's going to fit into that brag <laughs> exactly. montage really well. It will. Uh, Daenerys <laughs> continues to just meander in across the seven seas. Uh, she takes over Marine, another slave town, and then she ends up. Uh, well, Daenerys she, at least well, talks about taking over King's Landing. And then she, she talks found about out. It, but she always talks about it. Well, yeah. No, but, she doesn't always. But they made like a pretty... <laughs> yeah, they're talking about it. Like, in, they, they're not yeah. like focused on an effort to do it. They even had the ships. How many people can we bring over? <clears throat> sure. Can we do And then they, when eh. they start talking about the fact that all these towns are falling back... Back into the master's hands. She said, hands. well, I'll be queen out yeah. here instead. Right. She decides so to go back. at least talked about it. They talked about it. But here's the problem. More so than they have. Here's the problem. And hey, spoiler alert, but... <laughs> this meandering continues for the next two books. Yeah, I know. Where she just, of course. She just, she just gets muddled in the Middle East, for of lack of a better reference. Of course it does, because reference. she's going to, you know, they're going to make this like a big final this may not confrontation. This not be the greatest topic ever. A last season type confrontation. I would figure. There's two more it's books, a, so. Well, I, a la- that's what I'm saying. At the, pace, at the pace they're going, this show could easily run for ten years. I mean, seriously, it really yeah. could. And the last two books are all of her coming to Westeros hey, and taking it over, which they is can fine. Keep everybody interested in it. If it definitely has the ratings, it is. It has become uh, HBO's highest rated series ever, mm-hmm. ever. Actually, so I'm saying, I if think they can keep intrigue ever, up, ever. Yeah, ever. Although I think they need to do like this episode had some action in it. The last two episodes right. did not almost at all. So they've got to. I don't think they always throw have that action. in a little bit more often. I don't think there always has to be action, but I don't think they can build it as much as they tried. They've had, they've tried to this season. I think there needs to be more stuff. More of that? No, that's not what I said at all. There might be more of that. The way the show might be sure. So we're all cut up now, or all of that? Yeah, we're we're cut up. That's (laughs) that's good enough. Yeah, I will agree. I mean, like. Who do, I want more dragons. Yeah, it'd be yeah. Nice. there are a lot more dragons in the books. And I know expensive. I know they're expensive, but I'd right. like to see more dragons. Don't high care five. if it's their oh, highest yeah. rated show oh, ever. They can spend more money on freaking dragons. On the last episode oh, between oh, the, the original viewing and the viewing right after that, seventeen point eight million viewers. In this day and time, that is fucking ginormous. Yes, our viewers. Unlike they our are viewers, viewers right? Unlike viewers. our viewers who are not viewers, yeah. those are actual viewers. We yes. get lucky to have seventeen point eight viewers an episode. Right? <laughs> they had seventeen point eight million. If they view end. our episodes, I appreciate it. Anybody <laughs> that do. views our episode, I appreciate yes. it. Out, go, out, out, go, out.
Well, this has been another lovely episode of The Break Room. Thank was, you for listening to the last episode ever of The Break Room. The very last He's episode of The Break Room. <laughs> the best podcast in the world. Random Don't make salute those diamonds. to Endless Pat. Exactly. Go to call us. You can give us a uh, call at 469-665-9827 to leave a voicemail. Or you can Skype us at Break Room. We are Break Room on the Skype. 469-665-9827. Speaking of Endless Pat, so this month... Uh, HBO releases the movie that he is in, the the, uh, the Normal Heart. Okay. So be sure and watch that. The Normal Heart, starring normal heart. Patrick the Tank. Well, not really starring. But he, he's in the movie. So. But he's labeled as Patrick the Tank, right? <laughs> From At the Break Room. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't think so. That would be awesome, though. <laughs> yeah, it would be. <laughs> if it was in his contract. You have to list me as Patrick from the Break Room. <laughs> They'd probably end up listening to the old Mark Maron show to the break room. called The Break Room. Gasoline high five you can find us on uh, Facebook.com at Facebook.com slash The Break Room. We're on Pop Syndicate. We're also over there. Just go find us. I'll go out. Gasoline high five. We're on Twitter at The Break Room. Find me on Twitter at The Mark with a C. Dustin is at the WS9775. And Thomas is at the Central. Or Thomas'sButthole.com. Seriously, always, you're standing by that? Damn you. MySpace.com slash The Break Room. <laughs> Do not forget to listen to our sister shows, the 15-minute podcast when it makes its, you know, occasional appearance, and Cinema Diabolica, and Similar apparently floating the drunk like, and sports then the show, turns into from what I understand. <laughs> he forgot where he was. Out, go out, no, no, I'm just waiting, waiting for the bits, the comedy to... <laughs> Cease for a second. Uh, the best thing you can always do for this show, though, is go tell a friend, go to iTunes, search for the break room, and give us a nice five star rating or review. But definitely tell. Nice. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> do it. But the uh, best thing you can always do for this show is go tell a friend. Or if you have stickers, please, please go put up your stickers, Thomas and Dustin, and uh, advertise this show yeah. like other people, other of our yeah. fans have done. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you to Vagabond Saints on Twitter at Vagabond Saints for helping to put together our logo. You can over like one of our fans did. You can even do that. And thank you to American Rockstar for our theme song. I mean, whatever. God, you're such a D-bag. I'll go out gasoline. High five. High five. And he's gay. <laughs> and... Math beat butt plugs. The best... I want to fuck Brad Pitt. I cannot take off my mother's bra. I would. I would actually probably um, move out of America. This might be the worst show ever. Juicy Pier. It's a penis Tamagotchi. Aha! Boing boing boing. House money. What's your breakover angle? Find out at crawlspeed.net, or email us at webmaster at crawlspeed.net. Jeep Wrangler's unofficial home, on the web. What the hell? Stupidest name ever.